0: You are listening to This Morning. 8.13. Speaking of NAFTA, we'll be looking at the Mexican side of this whole immigration discussion just after 8.30 this morning. For now, though, I'm sure you've all seen the images of protesters in their thousands in the United States gathering at airports, standing up to... New U.S. President Donald Trump's travel ban. Let's now invite on the line Professor Stephen Legomsky, former Chief Counsel to U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services from the School of Law at Washington University, in a very good position to clarify exactly what's going on. Thank you for joining us.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Um,
0: Perhaps, first of all, we need to clarify things. Uh, We've probably all also read a lot of opinion pieces about this. What are the facts at this point?
1: Well, um, the policy that President Trump announced actually has several components to it. On the refugee side, uh, he has banned all refugee admissions from the entire world for the next 120 days, uh, with a possible exception in an individual case if there is some special reason. In addition to that, he has banned all Syrian refugees, uh, refugee admissions uh, permanently, not just for 120 days. He's also... Uh, reduced the number of refugees that the United States will take in once this 120 day period is over. It had been 110,000 for the year. He's reduced it to 50,000. Um, and then on the um, immigrant side, that is, people who are not refugees, there's a 90 day ban on all entries from anyone from any of seven countries, all of them Muslim majority countries in the Middle East. Um, He has also said that uh, there could be a special exception uh, for people who are members of a, quote, religious minority, um, by which uh, he almost certainly means Christians in that area. Right. So the the basic idea is after 90 days, we'll have to wait to see what happens.
0: But um, we've already seen stories of Christian Syrians being turned down already and of U.S. citizens who've gone to Iran, for example, to visit family and then being blocked on their return, of of five-year-olds from that country as well being blocked on their return. What's your opinion on, on how this has all played out?
1: Oh, I think it's horrific. I, I won't mince words. Uh, this is just a terrible situation that we're in. Um, for one thing, it seems to me that the checks that we have in place, particularly on the refugee side, uh, are quite rigorous. Uh, I know this is done in the name of national security, um, but I, I think listeners need to know that in the in order to be admitted under the U.S. refugee program, you undergo multiple interviews. Your documents are forensically examined. Um, you give biographic information. You also give up uh, biometrics. All of those data are then fed into a whole slew of federal government intelligence and law enforcement databases. Not only in the U.S., but in any uh, any available databases in the home country, typically maintained by the U.S. embassies and consulates abroad. And the key uh, is that unlike in Europe. All of this happens before the person can so much as set foot on U.S. soil. And then and this takes typically one to two years. And then after the person finally reaches the U.S. airport, the vetting is done yet again. So given all these checks and given also how long the process takes, Uh, Really, no competent terrorist would dream of using the U.S. refugee system as the preferred strategy for gaining entry into our territory. It just wouldn't make any sense. Right. On the refugee side, and on the human side of it, um, as we all know, there are special needs of the Syrian refugees. And even for people who are not refugees, as you pointed out with your question... Um, families are being divided students who were in the course of their studies in the US and went home to visit family over the winter break uh, because it is still winter here uh, were prevented from coming back business visitors were prevented from coming and completing their transactions Um, it really has been a very difficult situation
0: just Unbelievable to to witness at this point. And something seems to be happening in the United States. Uh, This movement is is exploding. Um, Perhaps we can touch on that in a moment. But, you know, drawing on your own legal expertise, can you just clarify a statement that's actually attributed to you that uh, Trump is exactly within his legal rights?
1: Yeah, I regret that it was reported that way. Um, that statement was an answer to a very specific question about whether the president has the power to decide how many refugees can come in and from where. And My answer to that was yes, that's within his legal rights, because the statute specifically says it's up to the president to decide each year how many refugees to admit from overseas and from where. Okay. Um, but, but I went on to explain, and unfortunately this didn't make it into the article, but if the president seeks to exercise that power by engaging in religious discrimination, that is, by excluding an entire religious group, uh, then there are serious constitutional questions. And to, In my mind, it's, it's not at all clear how the court will come out on those.
0: So, on a number of fronts, what do you think are the ramifications of all this, um, apart from those who are being detained right now at U.S. airports? How do you see this playing out?
1: Um, well, I... It sounds as if President Trump plans to stick to his guns. He's not usually one to back down in the face of public opinion or even in the face of logic. So it's difficult to know. Um, he might want to find some face-saving way to mitigate the effects of all this. Uh, They've already taken one step, and that is originally they were applying this policy even to people who hold so-called green cards, that is, cards that show that you're a lawful permanent resident of the U.S., but who had left the country and were seeking to return. They've backtracked on that now, and they've said, okay, for green card holders, we'll let them back in, we'll ask them questions, but assuming there's no reason for suspicion, then they'll be okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, just quickly, I wonder whether you think it will affect things at all, that uh, very soon after Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau suggested that uh, any unwelcome refugees uh, from Syria could head to Canada, there was an attack at a mosque in Toronto. Does that uh, link strongly to this situation, would you suspect?
1: It might. Uh, I regret to say that any time there's any type of terrorist incident anywhere, uh, it does ring alarm bells. And I I, I do appreciate the importance of national security and the real threat of terrorism that we all live under. Uh, But again, um, given how intense and how rigorous these background checks are, the risks are really extremely minimal. And of course, countries far smaller and far less powerful than the United States have admitted uh, tens of thousands of Syrian refugees and others without incident.
0: But this does, it would seem, play into the hands of what seems like a silent crowd at the moment because right now we're seeing the outraged protesters but presumably there are millions of americans who voted for donald trump knowing he was going to do something like this
1: yes um to be fair i think there were also many of his voters who listened to the rhetoric uh, and voted for him for other reasons not believing he would really carry through on this But I don't disagree with you because it's true that among his most ardent base, there are clearly people who are thrilled with this kind of policy. And I also agree that uh, a terrorist incident like the one that just occurred in Canada uh, doesn't help things.
0: Well, um, one final question from you. For those fearing this is the beginning of the apocalypse or this is the beginning of some sort of Third Reich-esque situation, can that even begin to occur under U.S. law, would you suggest?
1: Well, to me, apocalypse is a little bit... um, Of course, very strong. Scary, actually. Yeah, yeah, very strong term. Um, I don't see us turning uh, into a third world country with a dictatorship. Um, But there are certain dictatorial powers that he has assumed. He has made very clear that members of the press who dare to question his views uh, will get very short shrift at press conferences and things like that. There are threats of defamation suits against people who say things he disagrees with. So I could imagine some chilling of freedom of the press, but I don't think the predictions of total apocalypse um, are likely to pan out.
0: Professor Legomsky, thank you for offering your expertise and your opinion on that. It's great to have you on the line. Thanks for having me. Professor Stephen Logomsky from Washington University, as we mentioned, actually an advisor to U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services previously. Still open for your thoughts. Powder Shop, 1013 for 51 per message. How scared are you or how excited are you by the Trump administration?